Good evening, everyone out in the world, and also good evening to Mr. Matt Awkward. Hello. This is the Funbox Monster Podcast, and uh, oh, I am Tristan. And uh, tonight we talk about uh, the. We're, we're still in damn Long Island in New York. Hell yeah! We talk about the most three-dimensional of all the Amityville movies. There's so many dimensions to this one. It's. I mean, it's a dense, dense picture. It is multi-dimensional in many ways. Amityville 3D. Uh, home video version, not in 3D. <laughs> yes. Also, disclaimer, this is not a sequel to the Amityville Horror. I yeah. can't think of another tape in my collection that has two disclaimers <laughs> like that on the front of it. Amazing. So you just told me the story of this, and I, I actually had never heard this before, and it is absolutely hilarious. I and love I this I cannot idea. confirm that it's true or not, but I, I mean, That's I know the brilliant. lawsuit happened. Well, then, the, the Lutz family sued the producers to, to, to make sure they put that disclaimer saying this was not a sequel right. because this is not our story. But the funny part is the fact that it is called Amityville 3D. <laughs> yes, D. but they were called it 3D. That way we'd be like, no, it's not Amityville 3 no, it's, it's Amityville a, 3D. It's a movie called Amityville in 3D. It's totally different. Yeah, yeah. It's not the third one, even though sequentially it, it is the third Amityville movie. It that apparently exists. also it apparently also did have a Wii U kind of problem though to it because some people when it did came out did think it was just the Amityville horror released re released in 3D. Oh, yeah. weird. Okay, that's stupid. Yeah, it's just like people renting, you know snakes on a train and from <laughs> asylum and coming back to the video store and be like this wasn't snakes on a plane that's amazing because i mean that happens because to me <laughs> i think that almost proves the other the other side's point that oh no it's totally clear that this is a separate thing because yep. to me when you release something with a three in it as the third that's in the, the third series, movie jaws 3d Third movie. Friday the 13th, Friday the 3D. 3D. Third movie. Every single time. Oh, Citizen Child's Kane Play, 3. Child's Play 3, 3. Child's Play 3 is also the third movie. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, yeah, so you hate this movie, which I think is funny. Not to <sighs> not to spoil. <laughs> not, I don't. Not to get ahead of I our, put the cart ahead of the I horse here. I don't hate it. I, I just think it's so ho-hum. It this just com- not- it just comes and goes away, sure. and it's got one really good scare, uh, really good moment to it. I think. I think there's a couple, but it's but the, it's just it's so bogged down with garbage. Like, I like how hokey it is. Yep. Honestly, like there's something about the parts of this movie that are stupid that are pretty great. The intro, like the cold open to this movie, is so dumb, oh, and I, it's awful. I think it's I, I find it charming because it's so dumb. I hate it because it's so droll. Like it's, it's just like uh, the old. Yes, yeah, so let's watch a bunch of old people go. Ooh. Yeah, like, what are but you I doing? mean, so much of this, it's like. <laughs> but again, if I want to watch an Amityville movie, what are my choices? <laughs> like, I want to watch an Amityville horror. Well, in this I day of like age, I don't like number one. In, I don't like number two. Well, in this day of age, uh, I was at Bull Moose the other day, oh, no. the, the local yeah, yeah. the local music video store in this area, and uh, I was looking at the Amityville section there, and there must have been like thirty DVDs. Like, play Mad Libs. If you can name yeah, yeah. a word, you can find an Amityville movie with that word right. after it. <laughs> because once once it was discovered that Amityville was in the public domain, that the ter- the title well, you can't trademark a town right, name exactly. But, yeah. So you can have Amityville. As long as you're not whatever. calling it the Amityville Horror, yep, there is everything there. Everything me. is, yeah. I just got Amityville in the hood. Oh boy! It's uh, uh some people grow some weed on the Amityville property, and then when they smoke it, they get all haunted. <laughs> I'm I'm sure. I shit you not that I I've only watched the first five minutes of it. Uh, but in the beginning, somebody shoots somebody, 
and they animate the 3D hand from this box cover with that nice. big monster hand, that flies out the window. <laughs> in the Amityville in the hood. Ooh. Obviously, that was not sanctioned. <laughs> but they're like, who the fuck did not notice? <laughs> who is going to watch Amityville in the hood? Nobody. I put it in. I mean, Matt's going to watch it. and <laughs> you're, you're the first person to see this. Uh, is it a Polonia movie? Because I know the Polonias oh, had God, like... probably. Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody, they gave, had somebody like gave me a bootleg the other day. Death grip on the Amityvilles. They oh, made yeah. like 50 of them. They just did Amityville in space? Yep. Amityville. There's Amityville Toy Box. There's Amityville Harvest. There's uh, Amityville, Amityville Bacon Factory. I um, hope that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it probably is. Probably is. I, okay, I made that one up, but it's probably true. They're probably making it right now. I'm sure. Uh, our friend Bobby Knipe is working on it right now. Probably wasn't he? Working, <laughs> Bobby, wasn't Bobby working on a uh, on a Polonia Brothers movie? Uh, maybe. I'm yeah, sure. I'm. I mean, there is only one Polonia brother left. left unfortunately, yes. sadly, the the other the other brother has passed, but. But I believe Bobby's got his Kickstarter for uh, Woke going on right now, which nice. sounds pretty neat. So yeah, check that out. Yes, and uh, and then when you're done that, Bobby, make it make an Amityville, make Amityville Bacon Factory. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it. I will totally watch Amityville Bacon Factory. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. It really does. It's <laughs> it's actually a very nice title. All right, let's let's talk about this this movie that. Uh, Oh, hey, you That's have where a, I got oh, the bacon. I, I see. There's a zombie. There's you a piece. have devil bacon here. <laughs> Listen, this store's stupid. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't make the thing. Okay, I make a bunch of the things that are here. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyway. Get your Sammy Kerr died for your sins pin today. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, okay, we start off uh, with the with some things that they thought would look really cool in 3D flashing at us. <laughs> Tony Roberts! Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! You know, but we're missing the great disco track from Friday 13th 3D. Like, absolutely. It, and it... The music I in this felt, is abysmal. I agree. I felt like it was noticeable that I wanted disco music yeah. in this movie. It's almost as though there is something about that Friday the 13th that stuck that shitty disco music in my head and now it's like oh you're now i'm now i'm bummed that that, that yeah. i'm not getting that don't that. give me 3d words if you're not giving me those tunes yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good uh okay so the sound design for this movie is pretty sweet i do i really do actually like this i think it was kind of ahead of its time for sound design really it had some good it had some good moments I guess you're right. I mean, especially this intro. I really liked the. I liked the fact that you had uh, like actual sound of the shrubs blowing over all. Of, I mean, the soundtrack yep. was weak, so I can see why they would do that. But I don't know. Spooky wind, creaky sign. Like it, it was Not the real estate sign. Call six 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 one eight one eight. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like that's a, naked gun territory. I know. And they never they never <laughs> approach that again. Like what what are you doing? I know. I, it feels like a lot of this stuff was like uh, was like insert was like later. And if you're they, gonna pepper that in, just make it the last four digits. Like the, the fucking area code of Amityville is not six six six. Like shut up. Like <laughs> it is bad. No, you're not wrong. That is really stupid. Um, I mean, the way to, if you really must do it, then you have some local kid having graffitied six 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 over it that would make because sense they too. know that it's a haunted house. Exactly, that would make and, sense. And like yep. everybody's making comments about the haunted house. Um, okay, so it is. By the way, it's for sale. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, being rented currently by the Caldwells, who are doing their thing. Yes. So there's a big windstorm, and in the middle of the night, Tony Francis shows up in his little tiny car with his wife. They're both dressed like Columbo. And <laughs> it was definitely freaking half off tan trench that at Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory Day. <laughs> yeah. People, somebody... Once their buddy shows up, he's wearing one too. <laughs> <laughs> The London fog store yeah. burned down, and we managed to sneak these all out the back. Hell it's of great. a surplus sale. <laughs> uh, thanks, Martins. Um, so yes, they uh, they sit down to a séance with a creepy old lady, and you you know what you're gonna get. Uh, Tony Francis, the male Columbo, says something about how dangerous this is because of everything that's happened in this house. Oh no. Um, the old lady says, oh, good and evil are just our response to good and evil are all about our response to it or some dumb shit like that. And it's like, no, no, they aren't. It's oh, the Holocaust. Oh, it was just about how people reacted to yeah. it. That was evil. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> That's not that sentence literally doesn't make sense. OK, let me try again. <laughs> sometimes people do bad things and sometimes people do good things. Perfect. That's much better. You, you nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> nailed it. Weird old lady. Um, OK, so. Uh, uh, so lights go down and the seance starts. It's a. This is like your classic 1950s old dark house seance, you know, like you almost expect that they were good. I was actually surprised that they didn't do the like floating trumpets and like the kind of stuff that you would see, especially considering it's a 3D movie. Yeah. And this is what bothered me about this cold open. Like this feels like those dry, like I'm not a big I mean, fan of like gothic horrors or like the, yeah, old, the old 70s British horrors. Like I this mean, is what this it feels is a, like. This it's is a like, 50s trope. I just want like, recycled. give me a good hook, quick fright. Yep. You know, I mean, they did not. No, do that. we start off with quiet old people. Like, so cool, <laughs> cool. I love a good quiet old people movie. <laughs> um, so she, uh, so the the woman in the trench coat comes in and asks for her dead son Ricky, and soon he starts making his presence known through the medium. She starts coughing and choking like she's suffocating. And then she starts talking shit about a fire and says that the child has passed over in fire and is now at peace. And, uh, so they, we get a little bit of the old dark house seance gags, but nothing major. There's a little like green fluff that floats around. That's what gives them away. And that's, that's what gives them away. But, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a they, poltergeist sounding disembodied voice coming yeah, from the Yeah, mommy, mommy, I'm here. <laughs> also, like which is weird, like what if that didn't even sound like her kid whatsoever? Like right. I mean, number 1, that, that not not a great idea. Number 2, like why did you guys dress as Columbo if you wanted to expose <laughs> something? Like dress like normal people. You look like cartoon you look investigative like cartoon reporters. Yes. Like <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I feel like the people at the seance would be like, hey, you guys are investigative reporters, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, you know, we get, uh, the woman gets up and starts taking flash photos of the guy dressed in Moomin Shant's clothes behind there with a oh, the fishing ninja, rod. The fishing ninja. The, yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's got a fishing pole. He's got a sponge on a stick that he's like, ah, oh, it's, he's it's like, this is your floating son. ball of goo. Yeah. And 
they get all mad. They the uh, the people announce that they're from Reveal Magazine, and that this is going to be the cover story. What a shitty magazine! <laughs> Can you imagine? Seance fake. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Two old people do dumb shit at the Amityville house. Page five. Yeah, no, that's not, no one's going to care. Um, but uh, he's also brought the district attorney to prosecute them. And he also has a nice tent. <laughs> of course, they're all wearing the same. They were issued the trench coats yeah. by the department, by the district attorney. He's like, all right, if you're going to go in, you've got to go in in uniform. We all wear these. Um, but there's also a dude from the Psychical Research Center, whoever he is. And uh, this is all really weird, um, but that's fine. This whole thing is super ironic because, like, the people who would be getting this treatment would be the Warrens. Like, maybe that's probably why they were the most pissed about this whole thing is that, like, like who you know who's going to get, like, busted as, fa- as frauds? Yeah. The Warrens. Yep. Like that's and, that's who would suffer for this kind of a thing. And then uh, this movie spits on you in 3D. The old lady gets pissed and Pretty spits good. spits at our lead girl, and we get a 3D spit take. Very drag me to hell. That just feels like this movie <laughs> just hates you. It's just like setting you it's up. Like, for what's, yeah, what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, I'll be back in an hour with the swordfish, which is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and has been reused by a couple of other movies, I believe. <laughs> I think they were the first people to do this gag, but maybe not. Probably Scooby probably do. Probably cartoons yeah. were the first <laughs> thing to do that gag. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so, um, <clears throat> yes. The thing that I liked about, so there was that part where she spits on her, but what mm-hmm. I really liked about it was the fact that she, like, um, uh, the way that it's shot, you're like you expect her to say something really deep because in these movies, you, the expectation that you're set up with is that the fake psychical whatever person she's gonna be like, wait, but I actually have real powers too, and she's gonna tell them something. Oh, you're in great danger, and she's gonna be like, whatever, blah blah, because she has this like camera f- like f- like really close on her face, and you're like, oh shit, what's yep. she about to say? And then she just spits <laughs> on the lady. And it's, I don't know. I thought that was really funny. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, the psychical research guy goes around and he's looking around the house because he knows the history and uh, he's like, oh, we got to go find the control center for this massive operation. How could they possibly <laughs> run it out of this one room? They had a guy with a fucking fishing, fishing line yeah. and like a scrunchie. And somebody played a tape player, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that, well, clearly there was a control center. We find out later, but... Um, he can't do it. We get the we get the flies buzzing. We get a couple of other obvious Amityville things, and uh, a malevolent POV is watching them. But then the lights go out, and they're like, "Eh, let's come back when it's less spooky and fun to be here." <laughs> and and that's what they do. They come back when it's less spooky and fun. Neat. Yeah, and they come take photos and talk to the owner of the property, and it's all very fun. Um. <laughs> The owner is a big dude, and he stands on some old rotten He's boards. He's sick. You can tell just looking at him. Yeah, he looked. looked That's un- what the dude says I, in this. He looked like he was at death's door. Yeah, right there. Well, I don't. He was think- kind of fat. He was so sick. <laughs> He's like this guy. 
He was 50 pounds overweight. Yep. He was going to die <laughs> <Yeah>. within seconds. <laughs> um, but, but he's uh, it's his house. He owns it. <laughs> he doesn't want to, though. He doesn't want to, though. Uh, so he falls through these boards and nearly falls into the... <laughs> I love this shit. Into the <laughs> abyss. <laughs> they pull him out. And he's... That was like... I think that was the last straw for this man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I nearly fell into a pit to hell. You know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> Why did I ever buy this? If place? only he had just never come back. Which yeah. is... If he really felt that way, you'd think. Maybe he would. He wants to unload the place cheap because he has made a terrible decision. Yep. He thought he was going to patch the place up and sell it. Uh, but it turns out that everyone is too superstitious of all the deaths to come rent this place from him. Uh, he takes John outside and tries to convince him to buy it. And uh, John is the... Very easy sell. He is a very easy sell. He's the <laughs> he's the, uh, the the guy from, what, Distrust Magazine? Dis, Discharge Magazine? Disco? Reveal. Reveal. That's what it is. <laughs> Discharge. <laughs> something like that. Uh, Sludge Puss Magazine. <laughs> something. So uh, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. My wife is divorcing me, and uh, I need a place to live. Apparently, his wife is taking him for all he's worth, according to him. Um, and I need a place to go write my great American novel. Exactly. And play my keyboard, because we establish I'm a musician, and we watch me carrying in a keyboard, and then nothing Super ever happens with that. Super important that he's a musician. <laughs> I was really hoping his band would go try to practice in the basement, and then they'd just all die off one by one. Dude, Amityville practice studio. <laughs> <laughs> They're just playing Bob Seger covers in the basement. <laughs> he's got a shitty dad band. Um, okay, so... He goes to his wife's place, and she is this, like, two-dimensional harpy character. So dull. She gets zero character development. They don't do anything with her, unfortunately. She's just, like, her only job is to, like, be mean to this guy and make him seem like he's... Like, he's a cool guy, and he puts up with a lot from this It's another one of the problems I have with this movie is that we spend a lot of time outside of the house. Like... Yeah. I don't care about this woman. I don't care about this part or their ex relationship falling no, apart. No, I, 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 I don't care about their relationship at all. I don't care about it when dude goes to work later on. Like, what the fuck? Why are we hanging out at dude's office? So we can have an elevator ride, I guess? What? <laughs> yeah, there was one little thing. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I like, don't dude, know. Dude, show me crazy shit in the house. Like, And then since when has the house gone out of the house? Like, Isn't that the whole thing about Amityville? Like, don't I, go in that uh, house. But it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to follow you to work now. <laughs> don't know i mean hey this isn't a sequel to those movies true this is a whole, whole new thing it's this a, is a completely oh, there are no original, rules anymore this is a completely yep. original concept uh so his daughter Lori laughlin and her friend bad aunt becky <laughs> yes uh oh, i love full house so much uh and her friend meg ryan yeah crazy uh, they show up meg ryan is amazing in this movie her her role is the best yep like more of her. I'm spunky trouble chick. Honestly, I would have I would have loved more of her in this movie. She was like everybody would. She was the shining light of this movie, really. Yeah, and she wasn't even good in it. It's just that her character was great. She's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but either way, uh, Meg Ryan, her job is to like basically she's adding relevance to the old man. Like, she's this outside hot young girl to be like, wow, your dad's super smoking. 
<laughs> no, he's not. He's just an old guy. No, he's totally hot. And it's like, no, he's not. And there are murders here. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> this is great. I like how your dad's ears are almost the same size as his head. <laughs> he so probably cool. sleeps with ghosts. With ghost boobs. With ghosts with boobs up to here. Boobs up to there. Um, yes. But uh, so uh, they pack up his keyboard. He plays some haunted house music to prove that he's cool and smart and also musical. <laughs> Uh, it, this is another movie that like uh, Mary Sue's their main character like this main character dude this is like an action movie you know what I mean this is like a shitty 80s action movie lead where it's like oh yeah sure I was in black ops in the CIA also I have my masters in dentistry and uh, <laughs> and I'm a physician and yeah. I, I help children on the weekend and also I'm a kickboxer and you know like where they just keep heaping on cool And I can play the haunted house thing on my keyboard. Right, exactly. Uh, so he's good at everything, is what is what they're saying. Um, his partner, Nancy, is in the photo lab, and she develops some photos from the basement. All the photos of the owner of the house make him look like a horrible ghoul. Ooh. It's very spooky. I liked that. I don't know. I thought that was a really cool visual. <laughs> I like when she finds a little face later on. <laughs> Like you are, your equipment is not capable of having that kind of resolution. No. There's just no way. The film grain is way too big for that to be real. Um, so okay, but we are led to believe that this may be a premonition to his gory death. Uh, next scene starts, it is. and uh, the guy heads back to the house for no reason. I think he's going to close on it. Got there and. I guess. Oh, he was the there real to, estate broker. Was he was there. there. Yeah, the real estate broker was there to meet John and close on the house. Yeah, I guess. Sure. If I was him, I would just do it elsewhere. If I was worried. like a real estate office. Yeah, like if I was worried that the house was trying to kill me. Yeah, I like might a real do estate it somewhere office. else. Yes, like my office. Usually, where people close on houses. <laughs> yep. In this in this case, he wanted to be hands on. Um. So he he just heads upstairs. He's looking around. Well, he, hear, he hears a sound upstairs. Yeah, but... <laughs> sure. In the death house. So he's in like, the, oh, right. shit. I just exactly. heard a sound in my haunted house I'm trying to unload. Better go investigate. <laughs> I didn't hear the voice of the person. <clears throat> I almost died the last time I was here. <laughs> time to go upstairs. <laughs> There's this chain hanging from between the the banisters going all the way upstairs, and I don't know what it was. I didn't notice but, that. Like, I really thought that it was going to be something important. Like, it was hanging down, and I was like, oh. Like, oh, he's going to stumble backwards and fall on right. that and get hung. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe they left a power cord hanging from, like, actually working. Maybe like, it's like a fire pole thing. You slide down the chain. I, yeah, exactly. Could be. If I had a house this big, I'd put that in. <laughs> I would, too. Uh, okay, so uh, he goes to the most well-known room in the entire house, the famous, the famous windowed house the eye windows it's all full of flies ah, he seems yeah. pretty unbothered by all I of these i haven't seen flies. that since the first movie that this isn't a sequel to yes but, <laughs> but once the sweet 3d kicks in he starts getting scared because <laughs> hordes of flies <laughs> descend on him and including and by, one cartoon fly that <laughs> i love the cartoon fly one of the things I love the most about this is it's like there are certain points where it's like it's clearly like it's really obvious that he's laying on the floor and there's a PA pelting him with raisins. Yep. And it's like that's pretty funny. Yeah, his death was so easily prevented. Like 
if you can't avoid dying from choking on... Because he couldn't get out because a door shut behind him, and it's like, dude's like 300 pounds. Throw yourself through that shit. Yeah, dude, maybe <laughs> maybe use some of that, but... Maybe my guy not. won't buy the house if I break the door. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, it, maybe it just goes against his realtor uh, thing. He's Ethos. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't break that. I'll have to pay for it. So, yeah, that's, that's our first death of the movie, and it's weak it's, AF. It is, it is weak as hell. Like, that's what this movie, like, I don't get it, man. It just, like, it pusses out big time. Like, I mean, like you just said, there's that thing. There's He walked up a giant staircase. Why can't he, like stumble backwards from something attacking him, fall over the railings, do some kind of action-packed death instead of just swatting at literal cartoon flies. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know. And then it's like, oh, he's got a lot of flies on his face. Guess he's dead now. <laughs> right. You're supposed to assume that he's dead because he has a bunch of flies on his face. Um, yeah, I, I wish I had an answer for this. I mean, I think the answer is that Poltergeist was PG- and that they were trying to replicate Poltergeist success. I mean, is, yeah. does that make sense in the timeline? <laughs> I assume this came out after Poltergeist because the entire last act is basically lifted from it. The whole third act is basically Poltergeist. Oh yeah, but Poltergeist's entire entire story is lifted from uh, how uh, uh, Haunting of Hill House and and also and Haunting of Hill House's entire story is lifted from well. <laughs> Okay, if you really wanted to say Haunting of Hell House is what they lifted it from, and then Haunting of Hell House is lifted from Haunting of Hill House, or the movie Hell House, whichever, the Richard Matheson one. Uh, but yeah, either way, they're all great. It's a bunch of people with like cameras and whatever inside a, inside a haunted house yeah. trying to decide whether science can find ghosts. Poltergeist is so much better than this movie. Come on, that's unfair. <laughs> this movie was made with like an 18th of Poltergeist budget. And also did not have Steven Spielberg directing it, which <laughs> I think is probably helpful. Speaking of Steven Spielberg and people dressed as Columbo. Saw Toby Col- Hooper did Poltergeist, I thought. Uh, so that is a that is a Dis- debatable That subject, is a yes. subject of contention among the world. Uh, people who know... Spielberg style and Toby Hooper style, everyone pretty much is like, Toby Hooper was probably smoking cigars in the back while (laughs) Steven Spielberg took care of business. But, you know, either way, I like both of them. And I think I think that there was probably some assistance from from Mr. Spielberg in uh, in Poltergeist. He definitely gets most of the credit for for Poltergeist. Yeah, I think it just that's because he's a credit hog. I mean, he is. <laughs> he gets he gets credit for Gremlins, and he doesn't deserve any of that. Yeah. Well, and he's like, I feel like getting another Oscar. Better do another biopic. Yep. I mean, he <laughs> is he is good. Nobody even needs to write the story. It's already written. So stupid. <laughs> Oh well. Okay, so what are we doing here? All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wish that, I was talking about Poltergeist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll eventually do Poltergeist. We'll do a, we'll do one of those. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so, all right. John shows up and he hears the last gasps of life from the realtor who's like laying on the stairs or laying. Yeah, he, he basically was, looks like he's having a heart attack. Yeah, right. He kind of like he kind of fell over with his arm dangling at a at an angle that works really well for three D cameras, I guess. <laughs> and you know, his his hand is pointing three dimensionally out Whoa. at the camera. Uh, and John is like not somebody I would want in a crisis. I'm just gonna say, 
Because he's like, he sees this guy dying, and he's like, he just backs up against the wall and just stares it's at like, him. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, it's, it's the same thing when his daughter drowns, and he gets there, and like nobody does CPR or nothing. He just stands there going, please, please wake up. Let me just say. <laughs> could, you, could you please wake up? The first time you someone dies in front of you, and you fail to resuscitate them take a CPR class. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is that is the universe telling you, you need to learn CPR. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe the next time this won't happen. And he does it twice. And he still, we still don't see him taking a CPR class after no. the second oh, time. Oh, he, he never does. He fails to, <laughs> <laughs> fails to resuscitate a dead body in that's, front of him. That's the post-credit scene with <laughs> the CPR class. <laughs> I mean, really, though. <laughs> That should have been somewhere in the credits. It should have been like, this has been a message from the <laughs> from the CPR Council of America. Uh, you could save a life. Amityville Red Cross. Yeah, you know, the, the way that the other, the other Amityville movie clearly took money from the Catholic Church. This movie could have taken money from, like, the Red Cross or something. <laughs> Would have been great. So, let's see. Um, oh, God, I hate this scene. Okay, so... A few hours later, we assume the paramedics have taken him off, and John's home alone in the kitchen, washing his face in the sink. Melanie shows up after hearing the horrible story and shows him the photos. And he just he just does not believe. But this is so stupid. So there's several angles with the guy's face. Yeah. Every single every time, single picture is there's, perfect except his there's face. There's three people in every shot. Yep. And this guy is in the middle, on the side, wherever. Multiple angles, multiple lighting. Must it's be something wrong with always your Always his face, and he says, "Oh, there's probably something wrong with your camera." Yeah. You can't pick up. Can't pick up fat guys. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Just doesn't want to pick up fat guys. Oh, kind of a dick. Oh, your fat guy switches turned <laughs> on. Oh, what? Is, oh, you turn. What? What is that? You got the Ringu setting on that? Uh, turn off the Ringu setting on that thing. Uh, Why did they even put the Ringu filters in these things? <laughs> you got the Ju one over here. You want to shut off? Shut that one off. You shut off your Ringu. <laughs> shut off your Back to the Future. You don't want people in your picture disappearing. No, that's that's a good go to. Man, this is a complicated fucking camera. Jeez, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> what a fucking tool bag anyway uh she heads back to the psychical research i hate that word so much cyclical a psychical Cyclic. research psychical. guy and uh, these are other scenes that i don't like any oh, scene with this doctor and the psychic thing with him and his wife goes in season two like does everybody just know this psychical research guy <laughs> i hate it it's and this is another one where it's like and why do we care? He's doing what? Sensory deprivation experiments? We don't right. care. That doesn't factor into anything in this. No, it doesn't. And it's... I feel like this script was gutted. Yeah. Like, like I feel like... it's supposed to be another half hour or so. The, well, no. I feel like the scenes that they have were supposed to be scares. You know what I mean? And then they didn't. Because it's setting you up. Each of the, the really bad, boring parts of this movie, mm -hmm. if you look at them, you're like, oh, wow. That would have been a great place for a terrifying moment. I mean, completely blackened room, woman with sensory deprivation, something coming out blue glowing at her yep. like it's a, you know, like a paralysis demon. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's something there and it grabs her and she screams. Terrifying. But it's not there. She just screams at nothing. Yeah. And it's not scary. It's just like Stupid. a thing. Yeah. 
But it, I feel like there's something missing from all of those scenes that probably was in the script that would have made this a better movie. Yep. And I think that they were like, no, we're getting a PG rating because Poltergeist got a PG rating, so we're just going to carve everything down. It just feels like another weird added-on thing that just doesn't go any... Like, same thing with the keyboard. <laughs> He's, we reference the keyboard twice. We even see yeah, him moving yeah. in, holding it. And then it's like, he never plays it again after he walks into it with it. So like, why'd you even establish him having a keyboard? Or if we want to learn about sensory deprivation, why do we listen to this guy talk about this so much? Like, no, I mean... Th- and it, nothing ab- happens. If there was not a scene written where that piano played itself... Yeah. This movie is insane. Whoever yep. wrote it is literally out of their mind. Because that's the only reason you have it, is because the piano's going to play itself. Yep. You know, or like, that you taught your daughter a song on the piano and that the two of you played heart and soul together. And then after she she dies, the piano starts playing heart and soul, you know, and you start playing the, you start playing the lower line and then the upper lines just start playing themselves. (gasps) That's the line that she always played. Yeah. And And then she always fucks up this note and then the ghost fucks up the note. Yeah. You know, that's a scene. That is a great scene that is not in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, so, God, all right, Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, well, this is good stuff. So, whatever, she sends her camera photos to the lab or whatever that is, and they're going to tell her if this was a, like, this dude is going to be like, oh, I have... I have the ability to tell if if this was a supernatural photo yep. or a camera malfunction, which is absolutely batshit. But John's daughter comes to the house to visit, and she's out looking for ghosts. He's a skeptic, and she's open to ghost stuff. So that's the that's the dynamic. She's going to be the, the Fox Mulder, and he's going to be the Scully. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, stop talking about ghost stuff. That's dumb. Uh, I'm here to write a book. And... She says that she wants the incredibly haunted fly room to be her bedroom. Yes. She's like, can you tell me which room the uh, fat realtor died in? I'd like to be in that one, <laughs> Was please. it also a double murder room? Oh, is that the double murder room? Great. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> Sold to you for the cost of one enormous hug. You know what? And it wasn't creepy, so I was really happy to see that after the last <laughs> After the movie. last one. <laughs> after the last movie, I was like, hey, look at that. Yeah. Uh, to- totally normal interaction <laughs> with family members. I love this. Now take your shirt off. This- <laughs> ah, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, you know, whatever. So she's going to go to the... She wants the room where the guy got pelted with raisins. Uh, John and Nancy are at the headquarters of Reveal Magazine. And he says that he has to leave, so there's absolutely no reason for the scene, right? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, what is his? What is this lady's name? I have her name down as like six different things. Fuck if I know. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to call her Nancy. Sure. Um, so, they're at the headquarters. Uh, she leaves to go look at the house by herself. For some reason. Oh, no, she's going to go team up with him to work on a piece later on. But he's got to go. He's going to meet his agent right now because. But why does she why doesn't she show up when he's there? Because Dolores is going to be there. You know, Dolores. Okay, All right. So this part bugs me. So I'm not going to lie. This might be one of my favorite parts. of the whole. Oh, me too. But like, (laughs) I'm just pissed. He's just like, yeah, I'll meet you there after I go see the agent. If I'm not there, Dolores will let you in. 
uh, who is Dolores? Sarah and I were watching this together, and both when that happened, we're like, who's Dolores? Like, that's kind of when you cut to that person. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hi, like, it's me, Dolores. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean that, but it's just like show. Like a, <laughs> show like a housekeeper van outside or something like that to establish who Dolores is, but we don't know. Yeah. And then yeah. when she goes, there is no Dolores to let her in, so she's just walking around the house by herself forever. Yeah. <laughs> she should get a Chiron <laughs> right at the bottom. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yes. Dolores. Dolores, housekeeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess that's who she is. We see her once, and then she never comes back. No. Okay, so whatever. This lady goes into the house, and she does the exact same dumb thing that the realtor did. Uh, only walks she's, around looking quizzically. Only the difference between the two of them is he was maybe doubtful that there's a murderous ghost here. And now she is positive. Yes. 100% positive there's a murderous ghost here. So what she does is unforgivable. Uh, she goes in by herself. There's no one there. She keeps like looking around and like the door comes, the doorknob comes off in her hand when she tries to go back outside. House locks are in. Uh, so, you know, none of the doors between rooms open. She's stuck in the entryway. She finally turns to the kitchen and then Dolores, (laughs) uh, Dolores comes and tries to kill her. And this Dolores scream, I love, like, the thing that happens here is, like... It's magical. It's great. But it's also (laughs) stolen from 13 Ghosts. Oh, really? Like, this is the, like... Remember the original 13 Ghosts? I mean, I've I've seen it, but I do not recall the scene. There was, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Margaret Hamilton, the Wicked Witch of the West, played a blind housekeeper Mm -hmm. in that. And she was, like... And there was a big scare with her at one point where it was just like, ah, who's this? And yeah. it's just, oh, she, she's the, she's the housekeeper. <laughs> I mean, she's blind. So, you know, she wanders around and cleans stuff, I guess. Yeah, I love their conversation here. I actually made a video on my phone of it. When I just sure <laughs> it's so crazy it's when they so scream each other. weird. Oh, I'm here to see Tony. He's not here now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I love it. I love it. Best scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the swordfish. Uh, okay, also good. Uh, John gets in the elevator at work, and he's bothered by a fly. This scene. Dun, dun, dun. The elevator malfunctions, and it sends him hurling to Whoa. the top floor at a speed so rapid that he's flattened to the floor then it drops and he's stuck to the Whoa. ceiling Whoa. and then it just stops and he gets and off. then he drops him and he's fine somehow um, I love when he gets out of the elevator too he's like I don't know what happened it just got inspected last week do you want to see the inspection card <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> that's important to me I need that right now that's what I need uh, yes so we cut back to the house and the housekeeper makes a big deal out of the fact that she will not stay there at night <clears throat> Which, you know, she's good and her... And she also won't stay in the movie. She won't stay in the movie at all. <laughs> um, yeah, she takes off in a real hurry, leaving uh, What's-Her-Name alone with just her comically large flashlight. And uh, the <laughs> I love that the fucking elevator guy looks just like H.R. Giger. That was really weird. <laughs> um, anyway, he meets with that guy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all right. So Nancy's still there in the house all by herself, even though... Do we get to watch her walk around some more? Yes, but like, okay, so she's absolutely terrified. The house clearly locked her in. All of the doors were supernaturally locked. 
And then she managed and then to the have... the housekeeper leaves and is like, I guess I'll just stay right here. I guess I'll stay here now alone, knowing what I knew before and all of the other things that have just happened. What? Yeah. Her motivation is not existent, is mm-hmm. non-existent. Um, okay, so lights go out. She does the smart thing when you're in a horror movie, and she heads to the basement <laughs> with her flashlight to replace the fuse. It's about 50 degrees outside, but it's freezing inside indoors. That's because so it's like, ghost cold. Yep. Uh, she takes that in stride for some absolutely insane reason, but then gets freaked out by some unseen force that we we aren't privy to what it was. Uh, she runs up the stairs and slams the door, but it bursts open and blows icy air at her. Oh, great timing and execution of that particular scene. The only problem here is that the ice looks like ass. Yeah, well, it's wax. Well, but whatever it is, it looks like shit. Um, apparently, it's melted like warmed wax. They were shooting at her. Oh, that got cool. Stuck all in her hair and was a bitch to get out afterwards. Yeah, that would make sense. That's how it coated her and was painting. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Woof. Mm. It sounds painful. Uh, okay, so... You gotta suffer for your craft. <laughs> especially for art like this. Yes. Um, so when John... Artyville fin- Horror 3. <laughs> so when you finally get to the house, he finds Nancy curled up in the corner in fetal position, and she screams and won't let him touch her. And then she runs away. She speeds away in her car. Like she would have sensibly done when Dolores left. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. And goes straight back to her office at Reveal Magazine, I guess. Uh, she's... No longer hysterical when he finally meets up with her at the office. She just won't let him touch her or yeah. like <laughs> like talk to her. Uh, she's like, uh, John comes in and she says, she explains the whole situation and is like, this incredibly supernatural, <laughs> impossible thing happened to me. Well, maybe it's just the pipes settling. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking John is such a turd. Uh, She's like, she says, I don't want to hear any more of your goddamn rational explanations, which is one of the lines sampled in a great Thrill Kill cult song um, called Nervous Christians. Uh, She won't ever go to the house again, and she thinks John's an idiot for being there, (laughs) which he clearly is. And she does the thing where she knows the plot, and he asks why. It's like, (laughs) it's so stupid. Okay. Okay. So he's like, why did it only happen to you and not to me? And she says, maybe the house has other plans for you. Because she's somehow privy to what the Amityville Horror stories are all about. When this movie ends and how it ends, I would love to know what the plan of the house was. I mean, the the plan of the... That demon was just like, I'm sick of living here. (laughs) Right. What? Like, oh, crap. Now it's just me and my fly. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you still got a portal to hell. The yeah. portal's still there. Yeah. It's just the dumb house is gone. Now it can just be whatever else. Is this is this movie connected to any other sequels? No. Okay, I so this is just its own thing? I Yeah, I think Evanville 4 just picks up and they're like, oh, house is cool. Which one's 4? I don't remember. <laughs> because it feels like... Um, yeah, there's a couple where they don't do the house at all. It feels like doll. It's not dollhouse. No, there's there's a, Which, there's a bunch before. No, dollhouse. no, t- uh, uh, the, it's about time. 
That's not the next one. Well, no, no, no. It feels like that movie picks up where this one left off because they're like, there was an exploded house. Oh, I see what you're saying. And all that was left was this fireplace that we had imported. And they ignore the portal to hell and whatever. Uh, Okay. I'm going to watch four again, though, right after this because I'm stupid. (laughs) Was four the one that was, like, made for TV? I think maybe. And then there's one that has a, a killer lamp that I remember being not good killer lamp and it has like some old sitcom actress yes, in it yes like the maybe the mom from lost in space was in it or something sure yeah it's it's weird that was a weird one and it's got one of those child actors that's in everything i think i don't know that one maybe i'm giving that one a bad rap that one yeah, might be know. better than i remember who knows um okay so uh, oh, man, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just Some of my notes were basically just about how... I just wrote fart sounds. <laughs> well, no, like, her line read for that for that last thing, she's like, uh, I don't know, maybe the house has other plans for you. Yeah. It's like, why would you... You're making a horror movie. Why would you have her read the line... Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe the, pl- the house has other plans for you. Like, like it's sarcastic. Hey, I don't yeah. know. Maybe the house has other plans for you. Yeah. Like, that's delivered creepy. Like, fucking terrifying. Yeah. Say it creepy. Don't say it like, hey, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's got other plans for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything in this movie I'm is ghost just... in here. <laughs> hey, it's your Uncle Ernie. Come on. <laughs> All right. So this is where we cut to the sensory deprivation experiment. Where oh, they, I already did that. Where they make some poor ass college student fucking go literally insane for a <laughs> week's pay. Can you imagine? They say that she was under for fifty two hours. <laughs> she missed like three classes. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> and they probably paid her two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and she will be insane. Yeah, You know, like, they're literally, I mean, it comes out of his mouth at some point that, like, yeah, that's about when they start going crazy. Yep. And it's like, did you just destroy a human being <laughs> to figure out something you it's, already knew? It's okay. She wasn't a popular student. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was going to be a phys ed teacher. It was fine to get rid of her that way. Uh, I don't know, man. That seems immoral, but I guess that's probably part of what's going on. I thought we already passed this part. Or is that just... This no. is the second time with this guy? This is the second we time. We keep bouncing back to his stupid the lab. First, yeah. The first time was when he was fixing the camera. Oh, okay. That's um, right. And so this is when he says uh, he says another line from that same same song, which is, reality is the only word in the English language that should always be used in quotes. <laughs> so deep. Um, so I guess his ex-wife doesn't want the daughter going into the house. She does not. She knows all about the house, and it's infamous. Yeah. He says that nobody gets hurt by ghosts. Uh, so the the ex-wife is there talking to psychical research guy. Yeah, because she knows him, too. Because for some reason, they're friends as well. So literally, separately, all three yeah. of these people... Keep going to this guy. Like, And they don't go together. Yeah. Like somehow That's John knows him, the lady knows him, and the the mother knows. Him. Yeah. Whoa. Weird. Okay. But uh, he says, "Oh no, ghosts don't hurt anybody. People hurt themselves. You know, 
Like when they fall on knives or when they're jump running out of- from ghosts and they die from running. Yeah. It's like, isn't that the same thing? And he's like, oh, I never thought about it. Yeah. That way. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the Look, same playing thing. Playing in the street doesn't kill you. Getting hit by the bus does. <laughs> sure. So just go play in the street. So you're fine. Just look out for the bus. Um. Yep. <laughs> So these idiots go back and forth with him saying, duh, we don't know anything. <laughs> and her saying, but what if you did know something? And it's real fun. Um, but I hate every scene with the psychical research guy. Except for the last one. Yeah, that, okay, that one's cool. So Meg Ryan and daughter show up by themselves. Oh, they're alone in the house now. This is so good. Meg Ryan does stoned fish dancing and like... <laughs> She's like dancing around the house. Then gets hot on murder. Yep, she gets really sexy about murder. Uh, she hits us with the classic, <laughs> did you know that you can have sex with a ghost? Because <laughs> she's our sex bomb. Yep. So literally every single thing that she says is going to be tinged with sex, no matter how murderous or blasé. If she's mm. talking about sandwiches, does not matter. There's going to be some way she's going to slip sex into that. Sexiest she, peanut butter and jelly sandwich you'll ever eat. Yep, she is our sex bomb. Uh, which is weird because she's just kind of like dressed like a normal co-ed. Yeah. Like you would have thought that they would have given her some sort of like cut off shirt or something. She looks like Spirit Halloween's Billy Idol co- co- costume. <laughs> She looks like literally every girl I went to high school with. I mean, she's got the same hair that every girl in my high school had. She she does not look like what she's written as. Uh, but she recounts the murders that set the whole thing off. So she's just basically our info dump. Um, and, and again, she talks about the murders like she's talking about sex. Uh, so... She knows... And she talks about the murders that were the basis of the hauntings that happened in the first movie, but this movie is not a not sequel. Not a sequel. <laughs> but also, what's really great about this is that she also knows which rooms are which. Like, it's fine if you're like, okay, I know all... I've read about all this. But then she's like, and this is the bedroom where this happened. And then over here, this happened. And it's like, How? Did, she could possibly know that if she's a you have crime a, junkie. Did yeah. you have like a fucking CD-ROM game where you were like <laughs> walking through the house and going into each room? No. Come on. I don't buy it. So Maybe she's a g- 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 ghost. Oh, maybe she is. Who knows? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> so they, they finally go. Uh, she's bored with all the murder rooms and she's like, let's go check out the portal to hell. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, let's go check out the portal to hell. This is going to be great. Like murder rooms are a hell of a gateway drug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it starts them off. Uh, and so they head down to the basement and she explains the ancient Indian burial ground thing again. Uh, she makes a spooky noise into the hole and it makes a noise back. Uh, and they're like, oh no. And there's a shadowy figure coming mm. down the stairs. I bet it's a g-g-g-ghost. No, it's dad. Oh, we it's, were fooled. It's like it's a Goosebumps book. It's, <laughs> and then I heard the creaking sounds upstairs. <laughs> Chapter five. <laughs> that was my brother getting home from school. <laughs> Man, it makes me want to read a Goosebumps book. <laughs> you know what? I think Goosebumps books are better than this movie. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm starting to get on your side. You know how sometimes I convince you that a movie's better than yeah, you yeah, think yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're convincing me that this movie's worse than I remember. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to make you hate something that you like. That I think so. Make, that's not going to make me feel good at all. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to watch this movie. I'm just, <laughs> I don't think I realized how dumb it was. I, oh, yeah. 
listen, neither of us are immune to watching dumb movies no, for the God, sake no. of you know whatever. It's just and that's the thing. This movie I feel is an enjoyable watch for the most part, but yeah. it is very ho hum, yep. dumb. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, it's dad. Blah blah blah. But then we cut to mom being super mad at her daughter for going into the house. I love her kitchen. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. It's pretty good. I remember when kitchens looked like that. Yeah. Because I'm an old. Because you were an old. It's very sad. <laughs> uh, oldies are not goodies. Uh, so what are we doing? We're going to John drinking scotch and writing the great American novel. Yeah. Ooh, it's very exciting, but he can't concentrate on his masterpiece with all this noise coming from the pipes. Ugh, come on. Who left the water running? My goodness. Oh my gosh, this scene. <laughs> so this is another this is another one of your things with ghosts and my and you know what? All of us. Why do they do shit behind people's backs that they that only can be seen by the camera? <laughs> Why? Why is all yeah. like this who entire perfor- who scene? Who are you performing for? Who are you closing the walls in for? Yeah. He can't see it. He doesn't notice. Yep. It doesn't matter. Why <laughs> are you doing it just to prove however, you can? However, this scene, yeah, this this scene's hilarious. It's like, oh, oh, the ghost turned on the hot water. Whoa! <laughs> so he has to go up to the bathroom and turn the water off. As he's doing that, the wall behind him is coming forward to him, but he doesn't notice it. He does. Then he walks outside and he's like, whoa. Then he walks back in the bathroom and the wall's reset. If you look, though, there's a bunch of scrapes all over the wall from where the fake wall brushed against it. It's, it, uh, it rubbed out like a whole strip of tiles. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think I think a more a more experienced director might have shot that part where he first. comes out of the bathroom <laughs> yeah. first so that any damage that was done by the effect might have yeah. <laughs> been shown. To be fair, the effect looks cool. The effect looks great. Yeah. They, I mean, they managed to nail it. I, I don't blame the effects crew at all. This yeah. effects crew is without sin. That is the director's fault entirely. Yeah. That is just poor planning on his part. Um, just not knowing that something could go wrong from an unless, effects un- shot. Un- unless it was meant to be there. Like It's like, these ghosts do this all the time. It fucks oh, up the wall a bunch. <laughs> That maybe you know they even do it when nobody's around. I, they just love pushing that wall. <laughs> I just don't get it. Okay. Um. Let's see. Where are we at? Um, uh, Lori comes home with her friends. I think right. Is that oh no! <laughs> you know this is great. So we go back to the photo lab, oh, huh? Cool. Oh, we love the photo That's lab. That's right, the little facey. That's right. Nancy has several more photos that she's developing. She examines the photos with a magnifying glass. And, and her ge- magnifying glass work like a high-res <laughs> laser computer. It's great because you get a normal photo and it's blown out to shit. Yeah. And it's just the grains are massive. And she's going in with this thing and there is a... Like, 300 DPI, perfect demon <laughs> face photo, right in the middle. And it scares her. And it's kind of cute. Whatever. It's... It's funny. It's funny. It's not good. That's the thing. Like, like you could... you you. Di- I mean, the we saw the guy's, the real estate agent's face in the beginning. That terrifying. was cool. Loved that. That was scary. Yep. Then you did something completely goofball with the scary photos. <laughs> it instead. looks like a boglin. It does, like, yeah. Straight up looked like there was a boglin in the and photo. And like you said, the, the the resolution is just so different than the other pictures she's yeah. looking at. It's just hilarious. And clear resolution isn't scary. 
Yeah, no. Like blown out resolution, mysterious yeah, like blown a mi- out resolution. Misty blur demon face kind of in the back. That's, That's cool. That's yeah. terrifying. Really clear demon face is dumb. It looks like somebody took a sticker and just stuck it on the photo. Very like, much. Yep, there's a Boglin sticker <laughs> stuck on that photo. So um, she once she sees that. She's like, I got to go tell John. But not before she hears a fly. Oh, my oh, God, it's a fly. Stop trying to make the flies work. <laughs> You're not going to make fly happen. It's exactly. not going to work. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's the dumbest part of the first movie. It was just, it was like gross in this unpleasant way that didn't, nobody liked it. Yeah. I don't feel like anybody enjoyed the fly parts of any of these movies. No. And this movie's just like, yeah, we got to bring over that thing everybody loved from the first. Yeah. The second one didn't use the flies at all. And uh, that's why it sucked. Yeah. That was the problem with the second <laughs> one. Definitely it was the flies that were the issue. Uh, okay, so she gets in her car, and the enormous fly that she saw before seems to be in there with her. I. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So she's swatting at this fly, and then she can't stop. The brakes won't work. She slams into a work truck and nearly gets her head pierced by a huge steel pipe. And you're like, we almost had a really cool Final Destination death, yeah. but because it's PG, we couldn't. Well, and then I... Th- I Admittedly, I think this is a pretty cool death scene. <laughs> this this was surprising. Then the haunted photo that she took with her, because it has a photo of this demon, starts smoldering, burns through her valise, and just starts catches her on fire. Catches her on fire. Catches the car on fire. She can't get out because she doesn't try the door handle <laughs> once. She's just too busy slapping at everything. She never tries it once. Yeah, but- why bother? <laughs> At that point, you know what? The demon's going to get you from something. You might I as just, well just, just give in. You know, you just always expect to see a close-up shot of the hand. Of the handle. Like, nope, she just doesn't touch it. She no, just, they, they she's like, I hate car. myself. <laughs> she's just, she's over it at this point. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, th- this, <laughs> so, she dies and is like smoldering the car is on fire yeah her burned husk of a corpse is inside this dude outside is like walking down the street and he's like huh look at that a burning car and there's somebody (laughs) screaming inside huh interesting he takes his time and leisurely wanders over (laughs) opens the door her husk falls out she is a She's nothing. There's nothing oh, left. Oh, it turns. It lifts her arms yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Well, it, it 3Ds at us. Yep. But, I mean, she is nothing. There's nothing left of her. And it goes, Wah! and he's like, huh. Huh. Weird. That skeleton tried to try to get me, huh? Anyway, uh, I guess I, I got to go, go, go bowling. Yeah, time, time to go back to work, I guess. <laughs> my, my 15 minutes is up. So, the Bernie uh, Skelehusk looks great, It though. does look great. It was inexplicable why that dude had no reaction oh, to yeah. the horror that he was seeing, but maybe he's a serial killer from another subplot that maybe didn't it's just come like through. A producer's friend. He's like, "I'll get you in the movie. You yeah, can yeah. act, right?" Oh yeah, <laughs> but I can't react. Yeah, so I can't uh, react. There's a big difference. <laughs> uh, Uta Hagen would say that acting is reacting, so I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I have to fight her on that one. So, all right. Uh, who else? Where are we at now? We're back at the office again. Oh, good. Uh, John's ex-wife is visiting him, and she has a fairly new and potent piece of ammo in her clip here when arguing about the daughter visiting the house. <laughs> I mean, now that 
also, speaking of people with no fucking reaction. Oh. We are to assume that these two are very close. That he and his partner there that worked together were really close. Oh, yeah. They seemed like they were very tight. They were a team. Yeah. They were Team Trench. And he was alerted of of this woman's death minutes before his wife comes in. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing. It's not a big deal. That's she didn't even die in the house. Yeah. She didn't even catch on fire under mysterious circumstances in the house. It's like, dude, you don't have to be in tears for it, but look a little remorseful that your partner died like five minutes ago. Mm. Come on, man. Bizarre. Uh, So, yeah, it's... Ugh. Boring okay. scene. Yeah, boring scene. Meanwhile, at the local kid hangout, the daughter Meg <laughs> and two dudes plan their seance. They're at the whatever the local cool kids diner is. They're drinking sodas and planning seances. Uh, She's like, my dad's gone. Yeah. Hey, my dad's out of town. Who wants to go seance? Who wants to go skinny dipping? This is where you put these kind of scenes in your movie. No way, man. <laughs> you want to do... a. Also, we couldn't afford a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You think the prop master just forgot about home and was like, oh, fuck. Give me some post-it notes and some Dixie cups. So cheesy. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, something. You're not, you're not, like, forced to obey the rules of the original Amityville either. There could be something like carved into the floor that's creepy. Yeah. Like you could be, you could say, "Oh, you know what I found in my bedroom? I found a spirit board in the floorboards, or whatever." Yeah. Like it, it could be a physical thing. It could be like literally etched into the wood. Scary. Looks cool. You know what doesn't look cool? Pieces of paper with handwriting on them. Not spooky. using a, using a drinking glass as a planchette. Not spooky. Stupid. Yep, it with is. A tea. It is stupid with a T. Uh, okay, so uh, they start doing this with the thing, and then it's like, can you tell us what color panties Lisa's wearing? <laughs> Everybody knows that. But then they go, but then they, somebody's like, is anybody going to die before the end of this year? And it's like, oh, that's creepy. But then Lori's just like, no. Shuts it down. Shuts it down. Okay. No more creepy stuff right now. Yeah, she's like. It's like, dude, that could lead to a really tense scene here. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to talk about our impending mortality in a horror movie. That yeah. would be that would be bad. Um, and then instead, she's okay with asking if anyone in the room is in danger. Yeah, which is also not a great question. But I mean, being in danger less, could be like danger of what stubbing your toe, right? Danger of alcoholism, yeah. danger of high cholesterol. Who yeah. knows? It could be anything. Danger of failing the math test in Miss right. class. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a little too vague. It's but, way too vague, and it's not fun or scary like the last question that could have been an intense yep. scene. But then the fly buzzes, <gasps> and the glass smashes! Whoa! Then they have the most unconvincing improv dialogue about throwing the glass. Yes. Why'd you do that? I didn't do that. Why'd you do oh, that? You did that. No, somebody I did that. Somebody did that. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then uh, this, is our, this is our best, like, Friday the 13th Part 3 graphic here where we get our uh, our frisbee scene oh yeah so it's like oh hey completely pointless 3d for this movie i love it uh everybody wants to go on a boat ride who doesn't i mean come on i i love that they chose like the the day that they chose to shoot it on that water looks like 
a day where you would die in a boat trip. Yep. It was like it super was choppy and like there's no leaves on the trees, so it's obviously cold. Cold as <laughs> shit. Like you will you will get hypothermia if you hit the water. Like this is a dangerous day to take a boat ride. <laughs> Laurie, sit on the edge. <laughs> uh they give Laurie a bottle of whiskey and they tell her to go for a swim. Uh but whatever. Ex-wife goes to find Lisa at the Amityville house and of course decides to go in without even knocking. Mm. She wanders around, starts poking around. Uh, at least we don't get the repeat of the last two people, but it's, yeah. you know, only because she doesn't call anybody's <laughs> name. Uh, so she heads in, rifles through some of her husband's shit without asking, and she sees her wet daughter heading upstairs. This is creepy. It is. This whole part. It's great. It's like, you know how to make a horror movie. Clearly, shooting this part, it's like, what did you fuck up? Like, why don't you know how to make the rest of this movie? Yeah. This is absolutely horrifying. It's uh, it's that wonderful haunted house thing of being horrendously sad, like unbelievably tragic and really kind of scary and creepy at the same time. And yep. like, if you can do this scene, you could have made the rest of this movie good. Yep. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so she's going upstairs. She smiles at mom and just keeps going up without talking. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. Clearly, Susan has died on the boat trip and her friends are dragging. We see outside through the window that her friends are dragging her lifeless body. And they also have never, ever attended a CPR quest. Wow. Not a single one of them even makes a shot at it. Or even goes to like, I don't know, get a blanket because she's probably freezing. Uh, nah, she's just dead. <laughs> Um, so, How do you just die like that? She just felt the boat and died. Like, I can't remember what they said. Maybe she hit her head and fell in, or something like that. But I don't think they ever say it. I think they just say she fell out of the boat. Yeah, that's all they say. They don't even try to make up like a. And they don't, we don't even get a scene on the boat. This movie is just like fuck that. We'll just we'll just have them say they're going to take a boat ride and then come back dead. I mean, it it's New York in autumn. You fall in that water, you're going to fucking yeah. die. <laughs> like You're going to need to be resuscitated. That's not good news. But, I mean, that's another, that could be a very scary, tense scene. Trying to save her, her falling out of the boat. We, we don't see any of this, yeah, any yeah. explanation. The, the, the extent of it is, she fell out of the boat. <laughs> it is. How do you fall out of a boat? <sighs> no, people just don't fall out of fucking boats, dude. It's when they're all stone cold yeah, yeah. sober. Like, Especially if all four of them are still in the boat. Like you, ha if you capsize the boat, that's yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, they brought it back fine. <laughs> like they were all dry, and yeah. she was wet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very weird. But um, mom hears the ambulance pull up and watches them load her daughter into the ambulance, into the paramedic or whatever. And John is again unfazed. Yeah. Like he is not. Later on, he starts showing some emotion, but man way too collected he's like no 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 no. hey hey honey no our daughter's dead you gotta accept it i've moved on oh one of the one of the punker kids says this <laughs> the dad shows up after his daughter's dead he's like oh here we go it's like what <laughs> yeah he's probably gonna be really panicky uh. <laughs> oh here comes dad to be like oh my daughter oh god and this again <laughs> Every time I kill somebody on a boat ride, their dad gets all fucking huffy. Ugh, so sick. Can't even go visit Tina anymore. <laughs> These 
probably not even gonna let us stay in the house. <laughs> um, Can I at least get my Dixie cup Ouija board from upstairs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. <sighs> yep. Yeah, we get the discussion where the woman tells her that he saw her, and she won't. She won't believe that she's dead, and she's running through the house, pounding on yep. the door, but she's not there, obviously. Yeah, she runs up to the attic. She can't ghost. find her dead daughter. Blah blah blah. And she's obviously conflicted because of all the horror that's going on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but so mom just basically goes to the attic to wait for Susan to come back. Yeah, she goes to her, to her room. She's mentally toast. John waits up on the couch with an enormous bottle of booze. <laughs> he's good at that. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. And uh, eventually he's like, I guess he hears something in the basement. And so there's spooky, you know, the the gateway to hell has some spooky stuff going on in it. So he hears some gurgling and mom's gazing into the gates of hell down in the basement. Oh, you can see their dead daughter just under the surface. Dad's all mesmerized. And then a wet corpse jumps out and booga, grabs booga, booga. him. He wakes up on the couch. It was all a dream. The whole movie so far has been a dream. It starts yep. from scratch. <laughs> Ugh, that would be awful. Uh, okay, so in the kitchen, the ex-wife, totally batshit at this point. She's just like, I've got to iron all of her blouses because... I think it's her favorite color. This is going to be her favorite. When she comes back, <laughs> she will want to wear this shirt. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, Dad's trying to pull her together, but eh, she's she's gonzo totally gonzo um so also the kitchen exploded and we didn't see it right we had a we had a kitchen explosion just like part two yep and so but when she you gotta use the theater of your imagination like everything else we always arrive at scenes in this movie just after something cool happened yeah there's some sort of dramatic element that happens and it's like no, 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 you don't get to see it. You just get to see what happens afterwards. Look, we gave you the car crash, okay? You got to see that. <laughs> that was one thing. Yeah. <sighs> just, just be happy with yeah. your car crash. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one effects moment you're going to get. Everything else occurs off screen. Mm. So she's in an exploded room, and she's like, that Susan was trying to communicate with us. That's why she blew up the kitchen. She always hated this kitchen. Or I don't know why she assumes an exploded kitchen is that, but... Uh, so now John goes back to the boring psychical researcher and he decides, he's like, can we redo like poltergeist? Like, yeah. Can we like, like set up a ton of ghost monitoring equipment? Do you, do you remember the movie poltergeist? Could you, could we like do that? Can we do that? Like, I know that this is like the third <laughs> act of a movie and we're pretty much done, but like, what if we just reset everything <laughs> threw the script away and like, like broke into Steven Spielberg's place and like stole his script and just kind of let's just do this is your poltergeist genius yeah this is great <laughs> we're gonna save this movie yet <laughs> pull this movie out of the trash poltergeist was a great movie um and they set up everything in like five minutes too there is so much equipment in this house and it's like a jump cut they're like should we investigate yes we've investigated houses with less cut boom <laughs> it's ghost headquarters up in there it's I mean <laughs> what I expected 
would not have been appropriate, so whatever. Like, I expected a montage of them setting up all the equipment. Oh, yeah. But, you know, right after the daughter dies in <laughs> such a horrific way that really is depressing. Unless it was like a basketball kind of thing where it's saying a song about when your daughter dies <laughs> and you, get, you think she's haunting you. You get the guys to set up the machines. I mean, <laughs> kind of would have been good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so... So now, what I like about this, there, there's one part of this whole thing that I actually enjoy. And that is the dynamic of John's psychological state at this point in the movie. So right now, we're at a point where John has denied everything psychic up until this point. Yep. If he is correct that there is no, there is no psychic spiritual whatever thing going on here he is not complicit in the death of his daughter or any of these horrible things that have happened for him to admit that anything supernatural is going on mentally will make him complicit in the death of his daughter yep and that's i don't know that's a really dramatic thing that they've set up he doesn't play it it doesn't exist in the character or anything else. Like they do nothing with it, but man, it would have been a great place yeah. for them to put some drama, you know, like if someone had, could use it, right. If somebody could have called him out on the fact that it's like, you just don't want to admit it because if you say that, yep. then that means that you allowed your daughter to die. Like, you know, man, everybody's been dying around you since you bought this house. Wake up. <laughs> right. Like, but we never have that moment where he's like he has to fight against the fact that he's his he's going to make himself complicit because the actor who they have playing him doesn't have that kind of range and the script is he, not very pretty, strong. He's a pretty big He's a big name. Prolific actor. I, yeah. I think he does have the range. He just doesn't give a shit. He might not give a shit about this <laughs> I movie. I think he's sleepwalking through this role. Tony Francis. What the fuck else was he in? I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I feel like he's like a TV actor, though, right? I don't know. I, I just know. know when I looked him up. Yeah, he was in tons of things. I'd never even heard of him. <laughs> Thanks to Mystery Science Theater, I get him and Tony Franciosa confused. Mm. One of them was in The Finder of Lost Loves, and I don't know which one. Uh, okay, anyway... Let's see. So we uh, we go, we head to the house on Haunted Hill, the haunting of Hill House, the healing of Hell House, the helling of Poltergeist House. Poltergeist and, 4. And whatever. And big team of scientists, blah, blah, blah. We get the, the Dracula thing where we've got science versus technology. Um, or science versus supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's better. That mm-hmm. makes more sense. Uh, okay. So closed circuit camera in every room. And every so often we cut back to Susan just sitting alone in her daughter's room with a weird doll. Yeah. Cool. I got to admit, it's kind of creepy. Mm. They did, like, it could have been a lot creepier, weird. Everything could have been. Like, it's <laughs> just, it's very strange that, like, they managed to make that scene of a woman sitting alone in her dead daughter's room holding her dead daughter's doll in a haunted house. Not terribly creepy because they lit it really well, so it wasn't even like it was kind of like darkly lit. So she's staring at the floor. Mm-hmm. She was staring at the camera, which makes you feel engaged with her to a certain extent. She it doesn't even feel like she's staring into the middle distance. Like if she was staring at the floor, that's a much scarier thing. Yeah, you know, it's just everything about this movie just doesn't want to be a horror movie. Yeah. 
I thought Lori Loughlin was going to come back alive at the end of this movie. I did too. I thought it was going to be I one of those surprised. things where it's like, we vanquished the ghost, we blow up the house, and all of a sudden she comes out of the rebel. Dad, what happened? I 100% <laughs> expected that yeah. to happen. Uh, it doesn't. It does not. Uh, okay, so let's see. We've got, uh, there's... Lori Lachlan comes back in purple puffball form. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's right. So we, we go to the to her bedroom, and a, a purple probably looked okay in 3D puffball shows up, and Mom's like, hey, I recognize that purple thing. My daughter was a purple cloud. That's her energy. <laughs> okay. And Mom <laughs> follows the purple cloud down to the gates of hell, as we expected, because... Why not? And Lori Lachlan Cloud's like, bye, Mom, going to hell. I'm headed to hell. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, so they they go to the attic, and then they go down to the basement, and the psychical researcher here is like, don't worry, everybody. I've got this. I need to make contact. I kind of love it, because it is, again, in a better movie, this would be like a guy who thinks he knows something about something yep. and knows nothing and just basically is in over his head and gets you know, his face melted where in, in this it's just basically <laughs> that you know it was it was more powerful than he could have imagined mm-hmm. but he still knows what he's talking about apparently um but whatever bubbling gates of hell it wants to kill susan for some reason like it's, it just does it doesn't matter um and <laughs> So he's, he just sits there staring into the bubbling hell pit, and he says that he has to confront the source. Yes. So John is holding Susan back from jumping into the gates of hell, and the weird guy is staring into the hell pit, and then a giant extra-looking fucking alien monster. And it's cool as fuck. It is. It's great. It looks a lot like the, the Zetro, or whatever it's called. Extro? Yeah. That monster. Uh, grabs I hope you like the monster because you get a whole ten seconds with him. Yeah, it drags him to hell. It drags yeah. the psych- psychical researcher it, to hell. It opens its mouth and blows fireballs and melts half his face, which looks great. It does. Yeah, I bet it looked good in three D too. Yeah, and it's like come to hell with me. Bah, I'm going away now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Go. Okay. Cool monster. It's. You notice <laughs> that these movies are really afraid of having the spirits talk. Like, that they never say anything. I like that all of them stick to their guns, even though they're all made by different people. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, imagine him saying something about coming to hell or yeah. saying, that, like, <clears throat> in The Exorcist, when the demons talked, yep. it was the scariest part of the whole thing. Yeah. Because it knew, it, it knew certain things about them. Like, if this demon came up and was like, and basically saw through his facade of being a psychic researcher and was like, you don't know anything and you've pretended this whole time and this yep. is your punishment. And it like, so it undid him psychologically before dragging him to hell. Awesome. But instead it's just like, ah, <laughs> it goes away. Boop. But that's what we get. So uh, then the demon's like, fuck this place. I'm going to blow everything up. What? This was very confusing, but apparently they had extra wax left over, so they wanted to to do this <laughs> thing. But they have a there's like a big pile of wax sticking out of the end of this thing, like a burned up candle, and it's 
sticking into the gateway to hell. And then it's like, oh, wow, what's that? I can't wait for them to explain some crystalline structure has formed over the gate to hell. What's going to, oh, it's just the the house is going to explode. Yep. And that's what it does. The house just starts going nuts and throwing doors at people and, and dropping and, cabinets on and people. And to be fair, it all looks great. It does. It does. This like this. Lots of great stunt work. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Set chaos design. Yeah. Also, the flying swordfish. Flying swordfish. But again, we also learn here, like seemingly like every Amityville movie, that our lead is a scumbag, because John sees a minimum of three people crushed under furniture and it's just like ah, I'll go this way then yeah motherfucker you wanna see if they're okay you wanna lift that thing off of them and help them out of the house too <laughs> nope nope <laughs> you do not we're getting look, out of here look if I didn't even try to give CPR to my daughter you think I'm gonna lift the door <laughs> off this guy <laughs> if I can't have sex with you I don't care I, I don't even know his name he just set up the beep boot machine yeah whatever he means nothing to me <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, we don't even know his name. <laughs> He's just a beep boot machine guy. That's true. Um, so there's the, uh, the blowing glass or ice scene here that was pretty cool. It looked like yeah. some of it was supposed to be glass, some of it's supposed to be ice. Um, there's a thing that throws a dude out a window, which was fun. Um, John gets all covered in frost and it makes him look like a clown, which is <laughs> less cool looking. And then the swordfish swings down like the very visible strings. Yep. <laughs> very it evil. Misses dead. them and sticks it to the wall. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very funny. Favorite part. Yep. And uh, we get some good 3D stuff. Whatever. Uh, John keeps smashing at the door with whatever he has in his hand. And he finally gets out. And then the house explodes. And it <laughs> knocks John and Susan over. Oh. Then they're like, I'm glad that's over. And Susan's like, yeah, I'm glad that's over. Yep. I don't think that made her sane. I think that (laughs) might have made her worse. Uh, But we'll see. Somehow, uh, after the massive explosion, the door is still standing. And our cartoon fly guy comes back. (laughs) Camera tracks through the rubble. We find the pit to hell is still open for business. (laughs) And the little blue 3D fly cartoon (laughs) is like, Hey, fellas, I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> See you for Amityville 4. <laughs> D. Uh, yep. <laughs> In smell-o-vision. In smell-o-vision this time. Uh, At the Amityville garbage dump. Yep. Okay, so you're right. This movie is dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It is enjoyable, though. It's... It- this movie, I don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a weird charm to it, even though it sucks. Like, like I swear to God, I watched this movie... At some point in my life, by myself at two in the morning, and it scared the shit out of me. Weird. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> like, in watching it now, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what one of these scenes would have scared what me. What was wrong with me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, even the wet Laurie Lachlan scene is, is eerie. It's but eerie, it's, but it's, but it's not, not like scary. I'm scared. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I honest, huh. I have no idea. Maybe I was being haunted by an actual ghost at the time that I was watching this movie, and that made me scared. Mm. Possibility. I I, we could. We should go to the Center for Psychical Research and see if we can get to the bottom of this. Uh, yes, that would be great. Put Psychical. you in the. Put you in this. It's it's like a sensory deprivation <laughs> chamber, but it only just plays Amityville 3D in like VR glasses. Oh, that would be great. That's a dream come true. <laughs> as long as Part Two doesn't play, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
So that was that. That was that movie that wasn't very good. <laughs> and this was the podcast about it that wasn't very good. That I'm sorry, everybody. a week. I know. It probably, listen, that's the problem, is it would have been a good podcast if... We didn't get burnt out on this. If we hadn't watched it seven <laughs> times before we did this. I um yeah, David David had COVID and so I was just being I was being cautious. I didn't want to accidentally give anyone COVID. Specifically Matt. So uh I was just being very cautious. Uh David is still out with COVID and I'm still working alone in the store. <laughs> Damn, going on 80 hours. Yep, this is my 80-hour week. What store are we talking about here? Coast City Comics, Gosh. the most overworked comic shop in the business. But they're open 24 hours a day on coastcitycomics.com, that where is you can the buy truth. yourself a, I don't know if they're back in stock, Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. Hey, we have a screen printer, so it's much easier for them to get... Uh, are they back in stock? Uh, Not yet. Okay, but they're coming. Yes, so, but a big thank you, because we sold out a Funbox Monster yes. Podcast t-shirts, and that... And that that makes awesome. me happy. Yeah. So rate and review us, do things. I was like, so I, I was looking at our numbers and it's very strange. I was originally like, hey, rate and review us on on Apple because that's what I kind of know podcasts for is yep. that like our Apple podcast numbers are like 25% of what we get, which is really weird. <laughs> like so many more people listening, listening on Spotify weird that's where i listen to my podcast really yeah huh i had no idea yeah. i didn't know i think i i think i must be old yep. i think that's the answer for everything so rate and review mm. us on spotify can you even do that i don't know <laughs> no you can't no you can't uh just leave it playing so our numbers go up i yeah. don't know i don't know whatever just when you're going to bed at night <laughs> just start start the podcast turn your volume off and it doesn't mean anything because we're not <laughs> we're not selling ad time so it does yeah. not matter <laughs> Uh, it only just makes us feel better to know that there's more people listening. Um, I don't know. Nominate us for a fucking golden whatever the Joe Bob Award is. I don't know. Do something like that. We need one of those. Yeah. What is that thing? The silver... The silver. I don't watch Joe Bob. Silver Dingle? I don't care about Joe Bob. <laughs> the Silver Bolo. That's gonna, what it is. I'm going to alienate all of our fans. It's so weird. I, I was such a huge Joe Bob fan when he was on the, never, the movie never channel. Never, been a fan. <laughs> such a fan. And I've started watching all of them again. I mean, listen, to each his own. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not going to look down on you for liking Joe Bob. True. I'm just saying he can count all the boobs that he wants, and I'm just like, just fucking start the movie, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Anti-horror host. Yes. Um, anyway. I really am. I love Elvira movies, too, but I don't want to watch her host any. You know, it's funny. I, that is the difference. But I like, I enjoy Joe Bob and Elvira, I can't do. Yep. I don't know why. It makes me sad because but I like her so much. I love her in the movies. Yeah. And Speaking of Mistress which, Mistress of the Dark is great. I, I don't want to become one of these podcasts where we like do recommendations at the end, but let me tell you, hey, you should read Elvira's autobiography. It is phenomenal. It's really good. And it'll make you hate a bunch of classic rock musicians, uh, which, is, do. which is kind of a bummer, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make it difficult for you to listen to Led Zeppelin again, definitely. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time with something probably non-Amityville related. 
Unless Amityville Bacon Factory comes out before <laughs> next week. Bobby, get working. And just judging by that DVD record, Bull Moose, they, they're coming out every it's, day. It's soon. It's soon. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do Amityville whatever in space or whatever else, <laughs> no. like any of those. No, no, no. Man, you know, we've never done a Polonia Brothers movie. I'm... They're a little rough. I mean, what's yeah. what's their big what's their big hit? Their big hit was Feeders. Was that the was that the one that that yeah. everybody talks about? There is one called that. Yes, I think Feeders was their big hit. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, it was okay. I like the fact that it had weird little homemade squishy monsters in it. Yeah, there's, you know, there's something super charming about homemade movies. Like we did Lamageddon. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like we shit on it way too much because it's such a good, like, it's such a great homemade movie. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie for being made on a shoestring with your friends in the backyard on your fucking corn farm. I just watched a great movie, well, I thought it was great, called Party Crasher. Hmm. And it's a, uh, it was shot only on weekends over 18 months. Nice. But they did it. That's it's, amazing. It's out there, and a lot of things don't make sense. But like at the end of the day, it was like this was a very commendable effort, you and I enjoyed did this. it. Yeah, you made it, and you I know? enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean that's that was the whole point of like it was supposed to be what I was going to do with Rad Wraith. I was going to make a movie. We were mm-hmm. just going to like shoot it on weekends, and it was going to be dumb. And then I was like, that's too much work. <laughs> Comic books way easier. I'm just going to write it and have this guy draw it. Yep. So much easier than the other stuff. Although I still want to do all the kills for it because I really want to see somebody like kick flip a human body down a <laughs> yeah. flight of stairs and have it explode. And you can see that if you buy <laughs> yourself a copy of Rad Wraith yes. at CoastCityComics.com. Do that. Uh, you should totally buy that. And uh, Why won't this end? It won't end <laughs> because I'm trying to keep you from going to work. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I will see you later. Oh, have a wait, good, oh I, I, son I, of a bitch. I won't be around next week. I'll be in New York. What the fuck's in New York? Mountains. <laughs> Boo. Get a guest. Get Damien up here. Get okay. get somebody to fill my shoes. I don't care who fills my shoes. Okay, Damien. Well, I'm going to leave my shoes right here, too. Okay. <laughs> Make sure Damien wears his shoes. <laughs> okay. All right. We will see you next week. Uh, no. Or the week after. Unless I do this one, this next one by myself. You could. I'll have a, I'll have a hand puppet. <laughs> there you go. I think this is very funny. <laughs> I actually very much like this movie. Why won't it end? (laughs) Good night. Good night.